0: You're listening to The Morning Brew with Stu Podcast, and here's your host, Stuart Brooking.
1: And here we go. Welcome to The Morning Brew with Stu. As always, I'm your host, Stuart Brooking. Last week, I guess technically Sunday, so I guess technically it's this week, I dropped my Batman movie rankings. I did a solo show. First time I'd done one in a long time long time. First time I've done a a movie review or movie ranking type thing since the rebrand on my own. But I'm joined by a special guest here today that's going to debate my list, tear it apart, (laughs) tell me where I'm wrong, tell me how dumb I am, and all those types of things. Usually he's here to talk football. Usually he's here for the quarterback countdown. But today he's here to talk about Batman. And he was the first person I wanted to hear from after this podcast came out it's the one (laughs) the only jeff hunt welcome and welcome to the show
0: Hey, hey thanks for having me on man yeah this is great um uh it it's um it's it's a chance to talk something different besides nfl quarterbacks for a change but i mean if you have to talk about the nfl quarterback of the of the comic book universe you know batman is the pivotal character he is the anchor of everything we know you know he's been around for over 80 years now um he he bridges the gaps between the supernatural and the you know everyday hero you know and the every the you know that that's what's great about Batman in general is that he can do he can fight a dude trying to rob a bank or you know he can fight you know the, the biggest threat you know from the outer limits of space you know at the same time because of it's it's a character based on intellect more than um you know gifts acquired by whether it be be radiation or whether it be, you know, uh, you know, you know, extraterrestrial or whatever. Um, it's, he's a, he's a fascinating one. You can't make another character like him. Like you just can't do it because it perfected, you know, the terrestrial, you know, comic book hero. And, um, you know, he's, it's a, it's a, it's crazy that it took so long for them to make movies but then now we're so blessed to have like we've got so many movies we can sit here and talk about there's bad ones like a mat like it's it's probably harder for you to imagine you're much younger than me a time when we could decide which batman movies we liked as opposed to like we had I grew up with one until yeah. 1989 i had one and we were obsessed with it and we were obsessed with the super friends and we were obsessed with you know the uh the the batman you know the adam west show that's what we had uh but we still love the character so much and then you know in the 90s we got we got the animated series and we then they they made batman 89 and then it then from then on you know it's just it's been a ride so uh i'm happy to do it um and um it's it's a pleasure
1: Before we get into your initial thoughts, do you want to hear my hot take about Batman movies now, or do you want to hear (laughs) it at the end? Yeah.
0: Um, Let's hear it now. Let's spark it. Let's let's start the fire.
1: I think we need to take a break. I think what made... I think what made... Batman versus Superman such must-see was that came out in 2016, and the last time we had one was... Uh, last time we had had a Batman was 2012 with the Dark Knight Rises, and we had had four years of being like, Man, that was we had time to watch it, reflect, and like kind of move on. Now we've got Ben Affleck's Batman in the Flash alongside Michael Keaton's Batman in the Flash, <laughs> along with Robert Pattinson's Batman out there as well. And then they're trying to, I mean, it's just all these different versions of Batman. Don't get me wrong, like you said, I love this character, I love this. And I'll go see every one of them. Don't get me wrong, but the point is I think at some point the thirst and the the want for a character can be kind of bled dry if you don't beat off the brake if you don't you know let off the brakes a little bit and say hey I know it's a money pit but think about how much more money we'd make if we waited 4 years to make another Batman.
0: Uh, well, and here's the thing. I think that the DC, you know, EU agreed with you. I think that the right path was to have Batman be a part of a bigger universe, much like we had, you know, you said it a lot on your podcast. I don't, you know, reiterate a bunch, but like Marvel, you know, laid out the map of how to do this is to have all these characters. They don't have to have standalones. Like, like I, I, we, about, we almost had a universe to where Ben Affleck's, you know, Batman, you know, was in we'll say six movies for 20 minutes. And I think that was the world that we needed, you know, whether it be Bruce Wayne or whether it be Batman and then the DC universe kind of failed due to, you know, everything that happened during the justice league, you know, you know, situation with Snyder and, you know, the, the you know, the, 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 the real stuff that happened and then the quality of the movie, every, and then that kind of changed that. And then, So then it became like, okay, well, we're also making the Batman over here. And that overlapped that. Now, that was a mistake. Now, when I say mistake, it was a mistake to the viewers. I don't know if they could have avoided it because I do like, I think it was the right time to get Pattinson as Batman. So like, I'm glad they didn't move on from that, but it, it, it's for like three years, it was too much. It was mixed up. Like having this flash movie come out with all the bat like that was essentially a Batman movie um i yeah. think that's a huge mistake that was a huge mistake the movie's not good um it i i don't i don't know i don't know so i, I even with pattinson's I,
1: batman like i that. i loved the movie obviously because where i had it ranked and yeah i'm sure we're going to talk about that but my thing is this like even though i loved it like think about i first of all I never would the top the dark knight so that's not even a conversation but <laughs> right think about how much more i would have loved it had the last one we gotten been twenty eighteen when Justice yeah. League failed? Even you know you can count yeah. the Zack Snyder version on on Max whatever we can yeah. kind of you know whatever. But that wasn't like a real Batman movie. Like, but I really real Batman movie we got was twenty eighteen with Justice League or or even twenty sixteen. It had been six years since he it had should have like, been like imagine the thirst and. and everything we would have had for that's my point and that's why like like for instance everybody loves and we'll get off this topic here in a minute this will be our last couple back and forth on this and then we'll move on but imagine if we like tom holland spider man everybody loves and i know we love the multiverse right now and we love everything that's going on but imagine if we had a toby Maguire solo Spider-Man movie, an Andrew Garfield solo Spider-Man movie, Tom Holland solo, but also Tom Holland mixing in on Thor or mixing in on on Iron Man or on this stuff. It's just like an overload of like too much. And I love the character. But for me, it was like, hey, we need to pump the brakes a little bit and let him breathe and give us a little bit of like, well, I need this.
0: And, and again, I, I know, you know, these, I know these companies aren't involved and I, I agree with you in, in, in most every way. And I think what what I, the only reason I, I even push back a little is because I like, I think they, they got the right Batman now. So I don't, I want to, I want to get yes. Patson and he's prime. So like, I really think that's the only reason if, if he was, if he wasn't good as the Batman, I'd be like, well, we need to just hold. And it there's just the overlap. we had, we had. The grill the best on the best Batman I ever saw. We had in Affleck, and then at the same time we come out with <laughs> we come out with essentially okay. we come out with essentially a year one Batman at the exact same time. And if you're a Batman guy like me, I can I can divulge it all because I'm a guy that will read Batman Detective, yeah, you know Batman. I read I can read all those comics at once and handle it. And I don't mean like I just mean because I'm older and I'm. But if you're just a Batman viewer, that's a lot. Um, and it, and it probably was a mistake like if you're a 12 year old kid you don't know you're just like i don't know these batman just batman everywhere and then the flash movie really diluted the yeah product. Um, for sure that was a huge mistake i just kind of you know what i put that as my rocky five of the batman as to where i'm just going to forget it happened <laughs> it was awesome to see michael keaton again we'll talk about him later but um i do i do agree that they need to let the marvel and dc both need to let the pot boil a little bit maybe bring out some other characters here's Marvel Let me ask you this real quick. I'll just say, I think they need to focus more on developing villains. And we're going to talk a lot about that in the show because I'm a villain guy. I'm a Batman, you know, rogue gallery guy. Let's develop some real villains and then bring Batman back. And and it kind of fill that void for a few years. And then bang. Now we're attached to a Joker, a Riddler or however you want to do it. And then Batman, then bring Batman into it. So now like we have some content because like, there's real Joker fans out there who are like kind of rooting against Batman. You know what I'm saying? But you have to develop the character to do that. And we'll talk about your favorite movie ever that was able to do that in one movie, but like, let's, uh, let's maybe do that. All right. We
1: got off a topic a little bit. We're going to have to get back on topic. All right. So when you first heard this, I'm sure you were listening to it at work, doing whatever it is you do. (laughs) And, uh, what were your initial thoughts when you heard the rankings? What were what what was the you know some of the first things that popped in your head? Because I know when you when you listen to the, the or when I send you my quarterback rankings, you say you get mad. Then you're like, ah, I see it. And then you get mad again when the, when you heard these rankings coming out one by one, because I didn't send you this list. You heard it on the. Podcast. No, I didn't.
0: Yeah, I heard. What, it as what it were, were your thoughts when you heard them? uh when it's actually i was i was uh, first of all i did a great job with the show it was it was tight it was compact it was you know you got to the point i think you covered every movie really well so just kudos to the quality of the show thank you so as i'm listening to it you know initially i'm like okay we're on the same page here and then probably the one that jumped out is probably the the biggest difference we have is where i have 89 and you have the batman um you know you def you definitely like you know, we'll get to it. You definitely love rises more than me. We've talked about this a million times. Um, I got ready to text you about a couple of them, but you acknowledged it on the show that I was getting ready to text you and I was like, son of he got me, he got me. Um, but overall, we're you know, we're pretty much on the same page outside of like flipping flipping a few of them. I think you give more credit to the Schumacher debacle than I do. Um, I think you got in um, you know, we'll talk about maybe it's an age thing or maybe it's just the way you viewed the movies uh thing. You know, I so loved
1: I growing up before the Dark Knight came out, my dad showed yeah. me all the old Batmans, yeah before the Dark Knight came out. My favorite one before this trilogy was forever. And Batman. I forever. See that. um and I could see that. I want to get your thoughts real quick on on one of them in particular. I have it at number eight. It's Batman versus Superman. yes, I another one. I think Good this start. is very underrated in my opinion. A lot of people say it's like a highlight film of action. And like, I kind of agree. Here's my, here's my point. I said this in the, in the, I guess this is, I want your thoughts on this take because I said this in the podcast. I want your thoughts on this. I thought this should have been a two part movie. I thought we should have focused on Batman seeing the problem with, with Superman and him training and trying to, to defeat Superman. And then that part where, Batman meets Superman meets Wonder Woman at Lex Lex Luthor's uh, um, party could have been where Mm we cut it off and we picked up the second movie after that as well. It would have gave you more time to develop a story arc. But it gave you more time to develop these characters and us love, you know, Ben Affleck's version of of Batman and Bruce Wayne give us more time to love Henry Cavill's Superman even more than people already did, and give us a chance to really kind of be intrigued to see okay hey we saw Wonder Woman but when we only saw her for like a split second at the end I can't wait to see what they're going to do with this I really thought this should have been a two-part movie your yeah. complaints with the Dark Knight about how they kind of crammed a bunch of stuff in was my yeah. complaints here with Batman versus Superman because I thought the Dark Knight did it well I thought Batman versus Superman didn't do it well
0: Here's what I'd say about BVS. Um, as far as since this is a Batman podcast, I will say that's the that's the best version and action of Batman that I ever got out of any movie. Oh, I Like that. how I compared it to changed how I feel the way about we him. shoot
1: fighting scenes.
0: Yeah. Compared to compared to how I feel about him coming out of the comics. Now, everybody, um, you know, watches, you know, reads whatever comics That's that's my favorite version of Batman, a little older, a little grizzled, you know, a little pessimistic Um, I thought that I thought the bat I don't think you could have done could could have possibly come up with a better way for Batman to fight Superman considering the difference in the two all that was great. And then it just but so to defend BVS what you're saying the same thing all the bad stuff is the Superman stuff they rushed it to 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 me like it's not we'll talk about this on our Superman podcast to me to do the death of Superman in conjunction with a Batman movie was one of the worst things, one of the worst things that I've ever, when I, as I was in the movie theater and I realized what was happening, I was like, like I just couldn't, like I almost left. I was like, you cannot (laughs) tell me that they're, and it was, I I would even say it was worse than the Harvey Dent stuff. It, you know, I'm with you, but I I was like, you can't tell me that they're going to bring apocalypse, like all this stuff on that. Like, I just can't, I couldn't believe it. Um, so the Batman stuff in that movie was fantastic, which is why I have it higher than you do. But I agree with everything you're saying, like what a mess at the end. They had these great three of the best versions of comic. They screwed it up a whatever they thought they were doing with Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Lex Luthor was, was just a terrible decision, terrible acting. Everything about it was wrong. They, they, They made this movie based on the hopes that we would care about the next one, and then turns out people didn't. Um, It it was just so many. But, again, it's not because of the Batman. All the Batman stuff was fantastic. His motivation for going after Superman, the way he did it, the training, Affleck's performance as both Bruce Wayne and Batman – 40 minutes of Batman in this movie is like perfection, but yes, it definitely was a mess at the end. And, and now, and it's, that's not going to look good in history because we didn't get the follow-ups that we deserved. So now we're just going to have this weird movie to where Superman, like it just really like I, re- so I was alive when the comic came out, Death yeah. of Superman. And so I know what that, like, I know what that was like and how people felt and how important it was. And for them just to throw it into a movie like this, just didn't, It was too much. It didn't land home. And, um, you know, that it'll always, it was so close. I'm halfway through that movie thinking this is the best movie I'm ever going to watch. And then it just slapped me right in the face. Listen, the debate for our our conversation for our best
1: Batman is another conversation we'll have at a different time. (laughs) This is solo movies. But I will say my one complaint with, and I'll leave it here. I'll, I'll say say it out in the ether, and I'll just let it sit until we have a Batman conversation—not movie, but like I got gotcha. you portrayals of Batman. I wanted more, and it's not Ben Affleck's fault. I was really hoping we would get his his solo film, so I could properly rank his bat. Like I I don't know what to think of his Batman or where to properly put it because I feel like the version that we got in Batman versus Superman, the version we got in Joss Whedon's uh, Justice League, and then the version we got in Zack Snyder's Justice League, and then the version we got in The Flash, are just a mixture mixture of different guys. And it's like, I needed a solo film to see who this guy is, to connect to him the way I did with Christian Bale, and why I think Bale's the best Batman. There's just a lot of things that go into this that... I just, it left me wanting more. And his character, his version of Batman was poorly treated. And Warner Brothers should be criminally charged for that because we should all have had at least. We were, were here I am talking about wanting less Batman. And I'm saying we should have had one more, one more good Batman solo film.
0: Here's what I'll tell you Ben Affleck's Batman would have whooped that Riddler's ass in the Batman. That's all. (laughs) I'm just putting it out there right now. Like there wouldn't have been no final scene of that show. That dude would have been a puddle. All right, let's
1: let's go to where you where you agree. What are some of the ones you agree with? On of course,
0: him? Of, of course, number one is without question. I mean, we'll I talk was about shocked. We'll talk- I
1: I'm honestly shocked.
0: Yeah. I it's as, you as can't critical as you that.
1: are of this movie. I thought you would have it lower. Uh,
0: it's it's all no. This movie is strictly all the Harvey Dent stuff, and we'll get to it. But you can't deny that it's if not if it's not one of or the greatest, it's top three you know super movies everything you said about number one everything you said about it was true like you know what it did now i personally like to watch batman begins more and by that i don't mean it's better i don't mean it should be number one i actually i enjoy watching the the to you know the whole movie of batman begins more but if i gotta watch i don't know you know the dark Knight. we're talking the first 30 minutes is some of the be- just it's some of the best movie making, acting, everything we've ever seen. So I, I agreed with that immediately. Uh thought you had that one in the right place. I thought you did, I thought, you know, where uh let me see was another one. Um, yeah, I think we kind of agreed. Like it begins. I had no problem with that. Here, I'll, I'll run through 80. the list. I'll run through the list. Oh, yeah, let's go through the list real quick. I know you so, I remember you had 89, much lower than I did. At on
1: nine, one. I had Batman and Robin. Yeah, of at course. Eight, I had Batman versus Superman. At seven, I had Batman Forever. At yeah. six, I had Batman Returns. At five, I had T. Uh, The Dark Knight Rises. At four, I had Batman eighty nine. At three, I had Batman yeah. Begins. Two, The Batman, and th- number yeah. one, obviously The Dark Knight.
0: Yeah. So, like, you know, as far as agree, like, where you, I probably, I'm probably good with everything, but uh no like i would have 89 higher listen i, will, uh, I, I, I would come i would i would have i would have returns much higher strictly be, i know I was supposed to say what i agree with but i'm just going through what i heard here like so we, i agree we, with we do, i agree do you with pretty with? much <laughs> yeah yeah no so what i'm saying is i agree with where the schumacher films like where you have forever we can go back and forth it doesn't that that doesn't matter to me where you have begins is fine obviously number one's fine Um, I think returns is a little low to me because just, and, and, and because the few things about returns that it does great, it's rewatchable as heck. Oh yeah. I mean, you can just, if it's on, just sit and watch it. Uh, Pfeiffer performance, DeVito's performance, Keaton's performance, all out of the park, but it's another one of those movies you have to watch. Like you have to watch as the type of movie that you're getting. Like it's a Tim Burton movie. If you were somebody that say your first Batman movie ever was Batman Begins, Batman Returns might be the worst thing you ever saw. The first time I saw Batman Returns, no, I, I, I despise it. It's not
1: that far off. I mean, I know I have them. I know I have Batman Begins at three, and I have Batman Returns
0: at yeah. That's what I'm six, saying. But they're not. You're not going to no, watch. No, I'm Batman saying returns like, but say I can see like movie. if you weren't, if you're not ready for returns, it could you could think it was terrible because uh, it's a quirky, weird yeah. movie. Yeah, but uh, I did like what you said about like you could be dark and push the limits of like PG 13 and all that. Was the first
1: time they really did that because, think about it, you talked about it, it it was a thing. You talked about it, you know, just a minute ago. You said the first Batman you ever had was Adam West's version, you had the campy where it's like pow, wham, like all this stuff popping up on the screen. And then obviously, you had Batman 89, and that was kind of a darker take or whatever, but. I'm talking full-fledged, diving into goth type of stuff. This was a game-changer for where Batman was going to go, both comically, like in the comic books, but Mm -hmm. also where it was going to go on the film side as well. We haven't really seen another film like Adam West Batman since 1960 somethings, because I really do feel like the success of 89 and the success of returns, especially brought that upon that to where people said, you can do this. You could do this. Well, and let's
0: knock it out of the park yeah returns was a weird movie it was an important movie um you know shout out to i forgot christopher walken also just just laying it down best alfred that was the best alfred uh i you know forget the gentleman's name i apologize yeah uh best alfred we've got we've had some great alfords you don't you don't um, like michael Caine's? i do like no i like. I actually like michael Caine's alfred i thought the, i think the Alfreds across the board have been pretty good like, we can rank alfred, shout out <laughs> Yeah, if we want to shout out to Alfred's. Um, but like you talk about Michelle Pfeiffer's performance, last forever. Uh, you talk about Keaton's performance in that, really good. Um, Watkins was great. DeVito's which DeVito just was unhinged. Like, <laughs> I think we I think it's so far to say that he laid the pattern of like, you know, what what the guys were gonna do after that with these villains, like just yeah. how far they were gonna push the envelope, you know. And um, so I think he kind of laid the groundwork. Very important movie. Just to touch on 89, um, as far as like the differences, I was just lucky enough that it came out. I was 14 years old, Stuart. Like, I cannot explain to you what it was like to have, you know, again, we had 66, you know, we're talking 33 years Yeah, that all we grew up with was that to have that dropped in our lap as, you know, as, as a, it it was, it was almost perfection. Most, one of the most rewatchable movies of all time, the print soundtrack, um, it, it was like the suit, like we have never even thought about seeing Batman in armor. The car was perfect. Nicholson dials it up just enough. It's all you know. He's he basically did a perfect version of his Joker. He just played himself um, with makeup, though. He did. He did. There is a lot to that, but at the time, it's hard to like. He is yeah. One of the, maybe the the most popular actor on the planet. So that was the first time to where we got big, like Michael Keaton wasn't like Michael Keaton was a guy that i grown up was in like rom-coms and funny movies. He had done, he'd done some serious stuff, really good acting, but like a 14 year old kid did not care about Michael Keaton. You know what I mean? Like he was Mr. Yeah. Mom to us. And then to cast Michael Keaton, to let Burton do it, the visuals of it, the sound of it. And it aged, it has aged so well, but like that summer was the summer of Batman, like 80 it you can't explain it was everywhere uh the merchandising you know it, the shirts like we all every kid wore batman it's not just like comic fans like everybody wore batman shirts to school like you had to have like which one are you gonna get stores were full of them um so like it's just got such a special place for me you know so the nostalgia of it like as far as a movie you probably have it close but as far as me it's like Until the Dark Knight, like nothing even touched it. As far as for me, am I seeing?
1: That's me. That's me for the Dark Knight. Like, yeah, it's not. I I don't think it's fair for me to. It's kind of hard for me to rank these movies and see it from an analytical sense because I have such an emotional attachment to Dark Knight. And I remember, like, I can every time I watched a movie, I get a visual of where I was what was going on mm-hmm. the exact moment when heath ledger's joker popped on the screen and i looked at my dad my dad looked at me and we're like oh god this is going to be yeah a long ride here like this is going to be great it's it's hard to rank because maybe i know it isn't but maybe the batman is a better movie maybe the batman is this yeah. but i just it's hard for me to do it but no,
0: to think of if nothing else, like we'll let's we'll talk about the Dark Knight here in a second, because we got a lot to say. Every, that's the elephant in the room is like the one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh so you're so you're right. But I, I agree with you. I can remember the time I was standing in line for tickets to 89, like stretched outside the movie theater in you know, in June, and we're all waiting to get in and talking about going to see 89 at a time to where you didn't have YouTube, you didn't have all the extra trailers, you didn't have the spoilers, you had no idea what you were gonna see outside of Taco Bell commercials. Uh it was just a fantastic moment. Um we we'll probably should we talk about the Schumacher ones real quick? I don't even know what to do with these movies. I mean I mean
1: I I'm not I, I don't want to waste my time on, I don't want to waste my time on Batman You're and Robin.
0: So real quick, I want to say yeah, Batman Robin that's it was a complete waste of time. It meant I don't know what they were, for me, they were going for
1: for me, I think maybe the re- because like I said Batman Forever was my favorite movie up until The Dark Knight. And maybe for me the reason I loved Heath Ledger's Joker so much was he was a little more unhinged version of Tommy yeah. Lee Jones Two Face. When you but think why, about it and
0: you look at but it, why was why was Tommy Lee playing Two Face like that? Has he's never read a comic like they? Tommy Lee, okay, let's talk. Let's just talk about this movie real quick. The two worst villains that we've ever got in a Batman movie because of this. They both tried to just they both tried to just play jack nicholson's joker times 10 the riddler does not act like that and 2 Face does not they got two of the most thought out you know cutthroat, um behind the scenes like you know chess playing characters and turned them into like a, a not even a version of the joker i don't even know some kind of like wacky version i don't even Warnetic, know what the character yeah. is because that's it's an insult it's an insult to the joker to say they were trying to act like the joker like an absolute and especially if you you know as if you're me by that point you had read a million comics i'm like what what are we watching here i thought that i thought actually the visuals of that show could have been good but it just nothing yeah nothing make come on with skinny bane what are we doing what are we doing with miniature I, bane yeah that, that was dumb just that was it dumb. just dumb 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 it was all product placement uh kilmer Kilmer was maybe an okay Bruce Wayne, but he really just stood there and gave speeches. His fight scenes were stiff and kind of lame. See, I like you know, Kilmer. Don't...
1: I think he's an underrated Batman. I have him. You're he's never mind. Fine. This is a rank. He's a- better
0: than Clooney. Okay. I'll save him. I'll save. He's him for better our, than Clooney. I'll save him for our Batman ranking. The kid in the Gotham TV show was better than Kilmer. Like it just that's just <laughs> he just wasn't a Batman. Um, when when it when the time comes, Jeff.
1: We're going to do a we're going to do a we're going to do a combined Batman ranking where we rank our our Batman portrayals. We'll have my ranking and your ranking and we'll we'll go through them and we'll come out. We'll go through the list together on the show. Let's do it. It'll be a surprise for both of us. We won't send them to each other and we'll go kind of crazy. All right.
0: One awesome thing about Batman Forever, a fantastic soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Fantastic soundtrack. And that that was a soundtrack of that that summer. So, I I mean, I do have great memories of it. I've great. It was one of those to where I sat in the theater and you didn't have enough comic book movies to critique like you do now and being like just telling myself like, no, this is good. And then now I'm like, man, I wish I would. I wish I was more critical then. You know what it's I mean? more like fun
1: than it is good. I would say it's more of a it, It's
0: fun. fun. It, it it doesn't deserve to be erased. Yeah. It is a fun movie. Jim Carrey, now again, Jim Carrey at that time was as hot as anybody could be in the yeah. world. So like that was all awesome. Like, like I say, it's just a, it's like, it's just a dumb fun movie, but they should have, I, I don't know what they were doing. It made no sense. I agree. All right. We'll talk
1: about the Batman for a minute at the end. Okay. But let's get to the elephant in the room. Let's do it. I said it. I I didn't call you out, but I did make a reference to you. You did call me out. I made a reference to you in the podcast where I ranked this movie, and I talked about your critiques of this movie. And while I agree this isn't a perfect movie, like I said then, like I said in the podcast, it's damn close. It's damn close, Jeff. I mean, about as perfect of a Batman movie as you can get without I mean, without i I don't know it's it's as perfect as it gets we disagree kind of about the two-faced thing you've brought me over a little bit from when you first introduced it to me but yeah man yeah i think this is almost as perfect as you can get when a batman movie as far as a batman movie goes
0: it it it, no it's really close i've said it a million times it's 80 percent of a of a of a Perfect movie. I, one thing that's like underrated, not underrated under talked about. Cause we talk about, obviously we know that ledger all it's hands down the greatest performance and a superhero movie that's ever been done. And it may never be ever get as good as ledger's Joker. Again, I just don't know. Like, I don't know how you could possibly perfect. It's one as, of those as,
1: things where it's like, like we talk about this with like rookies when they come out in the NFL draft, right. We're like, yeah. it's not fair to compare them to Tom Brady. Like, yeah. For now on, like with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, the kid in Gotham, like every Jared Leto's Joker, like it's not fair. I know we're going to because that's the standard, but it's not fair to expect. that He's the standard for everybody. That that's not fair to expect that out of them because it's just unless you have somebody who's just gonna freaking kill it, you're never going to reach that that ever again. I know we said that. I'm sure in 1989, Jeff, you were sitting around. With your friends, you said you were fourteen, probably drinking Kool Aid, saying the same thing about no, not really about Jack Nicholson. No, no,
0: Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, there'll never, (laughs) there may never be a better Catwoman. There definitely wasn't.
1: We'll talk about that. But my point is, it's not fair for us to judge every other Joker based off of this one.
0: No, it's not fair to judge any superhero villain off of any like, like I, I like actually the 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 shadow that Ledger cast over. The, the the rest of the superhero world like jesse eisenberg like I, I think that's part of the problem he goes into it like okay like be, before that the villain didn't have to be like th- there had never been a performance like that outside of like you know more realistic shows like maybe if you want to get into some of the like godfathers or something but nobody had ever taken anything this serious in a superhero film and as you're it, it was here's the difference just like you said with a rookie as you're watching it, you knew as you were watching it, how good it was. Not afterwards. You didn't talk about it with your friends and be like, yeah, you know what? That's a good point. That was really good. No, every second that he's on screen, you're like when he was wearing the mask in the first scene as one of the other henchmen, it came through and you couldn't even see his face yet. And you're like just every, his movement, his mannerisms, like the character he developed, uh, it was that that's perfection. It really was perfection. There's there's I've watched that movie just like you, Stuart. I've watched it a hundred times, whatever. There's not a moment to where he slips. Yeah. There's not a moment to where I'm like, uh, nothing. He, every second that he's on screen, he carries the movie. It's unbelievable. Like there's no law in his acting right down to the very, even the fight scene to pull off a fight scene with a character like that. Because that's what the comic book does so well is they basically even up Batman and Joker. Because you're like, how can these two fight? Like Batman would just wipe the floor, but he doesn't. And that and that even came across. Like again, you talk about '89, the fight scene makes no sense. Batman would have just knocked.
1: You know, well Nicholson here's out. here's the, think, the end of it. And here's the big difference is the type of actors that they are. Jack Nicholson's a traditional. Oh well, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Heath Ledger. I'm sure you've heard this, but you know the the legend about Heath Ledger telling Christian Bale in that interrogation scene when he's laughing and he says yes. you got all this strength and nothing to do with it Christian Bale's actually hitting Heath Ledger like yeah. he's actually punching him in the face he told Christian Bale like I want you to actually hit me and so when he actually hits him and he's still laughing through and he's still being able to put off a performance like he did like you said it's nothing but amazing. Uh,
0: I want to talk it's, about. It's, perfect. it's almost perfect. We I want to talk, talk about, about kind perfect? of
1: the Batman, the Batman development. We'll get into your thoughts on two face here in a minute, but I want, I kind of talked about this a little bit. I, I may be a little more critical, I guess on what you do with the character of Batman. Um, the reason, I, you know, the reason I like this, all the way around is it, it's not just Batman fighting somebody. Like my complaint was with Batman versus Superman, right? Like in this one, you get a a Bruce Wayne who has to deal with this decision of, do I continue to serve this the city who the second I do something wrong will turn their back on me and, and you know throw me down the river with every other villain? Or do I chase and, and continue to do it because that's what's right? Or do I give it up and chase Rachel and marry Rachel to love my life and do the, these types of things while also knowing maybe she's falling for, you know, she's going to marry Harvey Dent. She's dating Harvey Dent. That good. Trying to find the guy to be a replacement that doesn't have to be Batman. And him saying, you know, Harvey Dent's like, for me, I thought this development and the character development of seeing a Bruce Wayne kind of go through these waves to me was what I also really loved about this movie.
0: Yeah. See, that's a part that you like better than I do. I'm on the other side of that being like, no, my Batman would never do like my Batman would never like, he never let him like outside of like, you know I mean? A few women, but cat women, you know, Catwoman, you know, some stuff along the way, like for him to just be so like, I'll get so the basically what you're referring to, and this is one of my bigger problems with the movie. If I have to have one again, Everybody may know like it's one of my favorite movies that ever was made, but the timeline, like it's such a crunch timeline. So the Nolan trilogy altogether, Batman's only Batman for like a year, like a year and a half. Like, he's actually performing as Batman because then he quits and then he comes back and rises and then he disappears again. Like he's only like, but there's supposed to be like a, I think it's like an eight year. But, yeah. but he wasn't Batman the whole time. He just left. Yeah. Batman never did like he did. That's not Batman. Like the dude was rel- like it's I thought it kind of that was the only thing that kind of went. And again, that goes into the whole Harvey Dent stuff, the whole last 15 minutes, of, you know, dark, the dark night I could I could do away with because of that, because I'm like, that just wasn't my Batman for him to be so like conflicted. It was actually always the opposite. It was always like the one thing I'm going to do is keep fighting you know against you know oppression and crime and all that stuff and then if i can squeeze in a relationship great but it never worked that was the whole thing about bruce wayne is that you know these women could never like time down no matter like they would get so close and then it was always like yeah it's not going to happen because the whole thing is he was so damaged because of what happened to him when he was young as opposed to this batman you know like kind of had to like sacrifice everything, you know, for Rachel and all that stuff. I think the Rachel character, I, I don't quite agree with. I I didn't, it made a little more sense in the first one, but what really should have happened is when he came back and Batman begins. And, and then when he read, when he relinked up with, you know, Rachel, it should have been more like, well, oh, this is a different person. Like th- this guy, no longer like romance is no longer a thing that matters. Like, you know, A family does not matter like this guy is never going to have a family because actually the character that Rachel played was really a Robin because Robin was the first person that came into Batman's life to where he actually cared about something else at all. You know, he was just he was just a suicidal vigilante for decades you know, or however long meets meets a Robin and sees some of himself in it. That's the first time he cared about anybody. It was never a, never a girlfriend or a wife. And then later on when him and cat, you know, that's the whole thing. And they tried to squeeze that into rises. Another one of my problem with it, but like, so really the Rachel character was really representing a Robin and they never did do a Robin properly. And I'm I'm still like, I'll, I'll always have a problem with these movies that we haven't got a proper Robin yet. That's such an important part. Uh, You know Batman's life, so that's where we kind of we definitely defer on how much we care about Rachel and how much Batman would care about Rachel.
1: It's not necessarily
0: the the caring about Rachel part. Like for me,
1: like basically what I told you earlier with Batman vs Superman, to me it's like a highlight film. You're just taking all the fights, you're chopping them together, and you're saying, well I mean, some of the best fight scenes we ever got versus Batman vs Superman. Don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying is it's just a highlight film it's like turning on highlights and watching somebody run for a touchdown, but you're not really respecting kind of what, you know, yeah, it was a cool. It was a big moment, but no, if you were watching this live with everything going on, you understood how big the moment was. Like yeah. you get that character development. You get the understanding of, of this, because without that, he's just throwing himself out the window for
0: some random girl. So, like what's the So point? real quick. Real quick, you know what ruined it. I'm totally on board with you until the end. Like what should have happened is like Rachel should have wound either, either died and scarred Batman further and, and further pushed his distance from like humans and more into the vigilante side. But the problem is he quits. So he, he suffered over Rachel's death for like what a day. And then he quit and then we never Batman's gone. Like there is not a Batman again until dark Knight rises. And that's just a fight with Bane. You see what I'm saying? Like what we needed. what I totally agree with you. Like that is the damage that should have like put more scars on Batman and made him even more vicious. And then we should have really had eight years of him breaking criminals legs. Like that's what fueled all that was the, was his emotional damage. And when he got the most of it, he's he walks away. So like, he, he. All he did with that was sulk. Batman wouldn't have sulked. I, I, still don't understand why they took that angle. Batman would not have sulked for eight years in his mansion. Like the guy was always moved. That he's the smartest man in the world. So you tell me for eight years, smartest guy in the world's like, bat. He would have built. a, He built a space station for goodness sakes. So why the Nolan version just became this kind of recluse? It, it, it won't. It'll never sit well with me, and I'll, I'll just never accept it. But if you, if you turn it off after he beats the Joker. And then what he should have had to deal with is Rachel's death moving forward. Um, And Two-Face should have just been out there. Maybe the next movie. How about the next movie is a, you know, a Two-Face yeah. and another character movie. That's great. And I know that on it, like in real world, the death of Ledger really messed up the Dark Knight Rises. Well, because uh, like, I, I think I, it I do made it understand better.
1: that. I think it made it. No, I'm. That was me. Mean- I didn't mean it in the way it came off. No no, no, no,
0: no, no. I know what you mean. I'm just, I'm just pausing because, like, because, we we totally differ on how much. Well, we here's know, my thing.
1: Much, like, I Seeing watching the dark because I heard that that the original plan was to.
0: Oh yeah, he breaks out really Arkham Asylum,
1: all this type of stuff. With the way that that film went, and maybe they took a, a change of course, maybe they audibled and how they were going to do things. But one of my, the the Joker doesn't fit in that movie. I don't think there's a place for Joker in the at least in the version that we got. Maybe there's a different script somewhere with a different version out there in the ether that we'll never see. But what I'm saying is with the version of The Dark Knight Rises that we got, it would have diluted the the character and would have diluted the history of what Heath Ledger's Joker actually was and we may not be talking about him as highly as we are now because of where he just doesn't he it would have been a money grab in my opinion as opposed to this character fits i don't think he would have fit in with what they were trying to do at least with the version that we got i don't think he fits in that movie
0: yeah i I definitely i totally agree we we didn't need just because you couldn't you could never achieve that again. Um, you know, and, and ledger would like, he would have been the same character. Like the, the man was an amazing actor, but yes, I totally agree at most. Maybe, maybe what we would have got is what you got in the Batman with. How about a joker that's in Arkham the whole time? Like give, give ledger, 15 minutes of scream time just to burn and then and then and then not you know be a part of it you know i i actually like the bane character i like tom hardy's bane too. more than most people do i thought a, i thought those were fun parts of the movie but again like i don't know how big of a fan you are of the comics but like dark knight rises we get there and then first of all we you know we kill two-face in a day two-face is one of the longest running characters in batman history and he he gets killed in a day there's no reason the city would have cared that much. Like why would that have cleaned up the city? Then none of that, like that whole, that really doesn't make sense. When you get to the beginning of dark Knight rises, you're like, none of this makes sense. Gotham city will never clean up. That's the whole point of Gotham city. It's a constant battle for Batman, like Batman, like, so they could have done that different. Uh, I liked a lot of the Bane stuff. I thought the uh, airplane sequence in the beginning was great, but then all of a sudden they, you know, and I'm I, I like I treasure like these great storylines a lot, me personally. So then they squeeze Nightfall in to the middle of this movie, and, you know. Which if anybody doesn't know, that's the whole breaking Batman's back thing. That's Nightfall. Bane takes over and all that. And then they redid it again where Batman. I won't spoil it, but like comes around, you know. So like that really, I was like, you got to be kidding me! Like we're gonna try and squeeze Nightfall into the middle of this. That that drove me nuts about it um i thought you know as a movie not as a batman story as a movie the rises drug for like 20 minutes the whole rehab and then in the city stuff they wouldn't give us a real robin you know but they but they they sort of gave us a real robin um all that stuff i really thought like i don't know if nolan i i don't really know what the plan was there for like if you're going to give us a robin give us a robin if you're yeah. not not um it, like all all that stuff because the whole point of robin is Batman meets these young men, and it's like, okay, I've got to, I've, I've, like again, I've got to save them. Well, he's already a cop. Yeah, I, I, and, and I just none of it makes none of it makes sense what they did. <laughs> it was almost like an Easter egg, but I'm like, you're talking about one of the oldest characters in the history of comics, and you made it an Easter egg. Like we needed more than that, and I think they actually got a pretty good guy for a Robin, but. A lot of it's the whole, you know, Batman 66. A lot of people don't care for that version of Robin. Yeah. But Robin's a great kid. Care- Robin's a kick-ass character. Yeah, for sure. He becomes Nightwing, and then there's other Robins. Like, you give, you give me a Damian Wayne, you know, live action. I'm here for it all day long. So, like, Rise is really, to me personally, Rise is really steps on so many things that I love about Batman tradition is why I i just dislike the I complain about the movie every time I watch it. You can ask my wife. She's like, I don't know why you watch this. I'm like, I think I'll watch it just to complain about <laughs> how bad Anne Hathaway is this catwoman. Like, <laughs> what I don't know what we're doing there. Like it, it, Catwoman is not a femme fatale She's a badass. Yeah. She's a sexy badass. She's not, you know, it's not about like anyway. They they squeeze the prostitution character into it. Um, I, I guess the Batman did a better job. But then she overdid it. I don't know, man. They haven't they had have, they haven't got it right yet, except for after Pfeiffer.
1: All right, I want to end with this. We're going to end real, you know, kind of quickly, a little bit. The Batman, one of my favorite films, and I think the reason I have it so high is it took an approach we haven't seen. And sure. you're gonna you're gonna say, well, what's that? Batman isn't this brood character that just beats guys up. Like, yes, that's ultimately what he's become but before it was called Batman it was Detective Comics and that's the key word there is detective. The first issue of Batman I'm pretty sure I'm sure it was Batman but I I can't remember 100% but I think it was like Detective Comics Batman or something like that the Mm -hmm. point is he's always been a detective he's been the world's greatest detective and I thought what the Batman did was showed us less of of brood and brash Batman and more of psychological, more of uh, a investigator, more of a detective version of Batman that through eight other movies, including my favorite one, the dark Knight rise or the dark Knight, not the dark Knight rises, the dark, including through eight other movies we had not seen executed to the level that they executed that And it didn't really seem like a Batman movie as much as it did like a psychological thriller, which I was all for. And that's why I love this movie so much is it took a different twist. And on a character where I said it's kind of getting diluted because there's so many of them, they changed what we were looking at.
0: Oh, no, I think like I think you're right on with like everything, all the decisions they made. i love I love the version of Batman that Pattinson gave us. He wasn't quite smart enough, but it's supposed to be like, again, if you haven't read it, it's supposed to be basically Batman year two, I think, is what it's basically loosely based on. Here's here's the flaw in this movie. And this is what happened. And I keep beat. It's a product of its time. They got caught up in the climate of America in like 2020. And they got, they, they, they fell for it and they knew that people would buy it and they would, they would relate to it. It's not going to age well. Uh, in 10 years, people are going to be like, I don't know why I care so much about this white boy. Like I'm telling you right now, they got caught up in the moment. They went for it. That is no version of the Riddler that anybody's ever seen. Great bad guy. Like as it just, if you just tell me like he's a random serial killer, bad guy, um, That's fine. He was not a Riddler. The Riddler's like calculated smart. He's all about money and power. Like he's not a, he's not an anarchist. Um, Like, like he was portrayed. I don't know what Dan, I know what Dan was doing, but I don't know what he's doing. And then, you know, at the end, it kind of falls apart with like he rallies like there's, there's no storyline to where they rally like, like, yeah. If the Joker rallies a bunch of like his henchmen, that's fine. But like, rallying the public like the Riddler did the Riddler's that it, it, none of it none of it like is with his character like again it's a product of the time um you know that was just basically it was just the way the story itself they let it they let it get away from them like instead of just telling a Batman story I love the Batman detective again I'm 45 minutes in this movie thinking like I can't believe how good this is the penguin that's perfect the penguin character's perfect. All he cared about was money and power and running the nightclub. And of course the way they wrapped it up at the end, you know, there was, there was too much, but like all that stuff was great. I thought that I thought the Batmobile was great. I thought the cave was great. Pattinson probably overplayed the brooding stuff a little bit. I don't really remember Batman being so like brooding. I remember being angry more than brooding, but that's fine. I don't mind that. I, I like it again. Pattinson was a good choice. I like it, but like just the story itself, they let it get away from him. A lot of people love, uh, Dan Riddler and on and on, and the speech at the end. And I'm like, man, we've heard this a million times. Batman would have broke that dude's neck. And he, w- there is no way that my Batman wouldn't have figured this plot out halfway through this movie. That's my biggest problem with is that, like, Batman w- would have figured, like, he would have been so far ahead of the cops, he wouldn't have had to show up to the crime scene. You know what I mean? So, like, I thought, I thought we got a great Gordon. I thought Gordon was really good. Um, but they just, uh, like, like Batman would have stomped this, like it would have been over like that. You know, maybe that's the way they should have just stuck with the penguin and the mob stuff and did a simple Batman versus the mob movie. Like we've seen a hundred times, Um. you know, you know, dude being Catwoman's dad, like all this stuff. I'm like, it's not necessary. Make make a movie an hour shorter. Give us Batman versus the mob year two and then give us the sequel in two years and we're happy so that's that's my biggest problem with the movie is that they just they just they got caught up and they got caught up in the times i i mean it's just it, it in, in 20 years everybody will see that
1: yep and they're supposed to have another one coming out soon as soon as the sag and it'll after, be better it will as soon be as the better. sag astra strikes are over yep. i think mr freeze is going to be the main character yep. and okay. i and i
0: i I think it'll be one of the best Batman movies we've had because they won't be so worried about all the other stuff. They as long as, as they don't in the
1: bring moment. in Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think we'll be all right.
0: <laughs> oh man, uh, I want a cameo by Schwarzenegger, dog.
1: I'll be I'll be interested to see what they do with the oh, Joker
0: with the Joker tease that they kind of gave us all throughout the movie. We got that Joker's gone. We'll never see it again. There's no way that that Joker. That was the one comment that like everybody hated the, that stupid Joker scene. I think they'll just forget it happened. Maybe. The or Joker's maybe. done, man. Maybe they make it dropped, through the second. L- Ledger dropped the mic on the Joker. It's done. You can't I'm with do you, Joker. but we need a. You know it was a great Joker is the TV show Gotham.
1: Yeah, he yeah, is. That was a great Joker. All right, Jeff. Not Joker. This, this has been a fun show. Yeah, Jerome. That was so, too much fun, man. I think that it was too f- much
0: fun. <laughs> it's been a fun show. We Real quick, touch- a, one, I always got a follow-up question for you. What do you care about more? The Colts quarterback or... Who plays Batman?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The Colts quarterback.
0: Still quarterback. Is Anthony Richardson the best Batman? No.
1: (laughs) But uh, this isn't a football podcast, so (laughs) I'm not going to say what I'm thinking, but I'll just end it with this. I'll end it with these two things. One, you were right. He should have been in my quarterback rankings. Two, I'll end it with this. I'm a little... Worried about these injuries because I've been down this road before. I've seen this road before. I've read this book before, except instead of happening in chapter four or five, it's happening in the first two pages of chapter one. And we haven't even finished the first chapter. I'm a little nervous, but we'll see.
0: Maybe he just needs to go in the cave and, 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 and work out with the, uh, you know, with the inmates and climb out and like like Batman does and rises. We're gonna have Anthony Richardson rises. (laughs) All right,
1: Jeff, real quick, let everybody know where they can find you and all that cool stuff and what you're working on and all that cool stuff. So I know you're retired.
0: Yeah, I'm retired. So I only do like two or three a week now. Uh at J Hunt Double Six on uh X, I'll just say it on X. Um, just mainly check out the off the ball network pod. Like guys are doing a lot of fun stuff. We're doing a lot of reaction shows and things like that. Uh, uh, check out, uh, you know, Jay Stevens. If nobody's, you know, if you're not following him yet, you know, I appear on there. Of course, you know, Stuart, you obviously know that one. Uh, but yeah, just keep up with my Twitter. Uh, I do a lot of guest appearances. I got a horror movie guest appearance coming up thank with uh, one of my, one of my, one of my honestly longtime podcast friends. I'm super excited to do that with the uh, Four Nerds by Nerds, uh, slash the High on Horror podcast. So, uh, I got a lot of stuff in the cooker right now. Maybe even have some stuff on my own. I haven't decided yet. So, uh, stay tuned, Stuart. Thanks for having me on. This is one of the, the you know, my favorite shows that I've ever done. And I mean that sincerely. Well, thank you. I want to, uh
1: for those of you listening listen we do more of this uh by the time you're hearing this 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 will probably be out on wednesday by the time you're hearing this my top 15 college football rankings will be out a lot of changes coming up a lot of changes happening in my rankings i don't just go off of what the the national media has or even what the coaches poll has i make my own rankings, so that will be out it's probably already out by the time you're hearing this. And then I promise you, I know I've been teasing it for a long time. I do promise you that my John wick podcast will be out at some point. I love this Ooh. movie, but I have a lot of, a lot of takes on it and maybe some things that people disagree with because of where I stand. And it's, it has to do a lot with this. It's very similar to my Batman take with the overpolluting the Batman, but you do have to wait till that comes out, but I promise at some point it'll be out. I'm just very busy right now uh, coaching football, you know, a lot of weddings. I'm in my best friend's wedding. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. I'm working overnight, so I got to sleep sometime. So just trying to figure it all out and make a schedule is a little difficult, but I promise you the John Wick movie podcast will be out. I'll talk about the trilogy, I guess more than trilogy now. But we'll talk about it. But, hey, like I said, check out the college football rankings. They're going to be out. They're already out by the time you're listening to this. Uh, You guys have a great day, great night, good afternoon, whatever it is. You have a good one, and I will see you next time.